So what do you guys want to talk about? Dick. Welcome to Game On, a podcast about gaming and other geek culture topics from a queer perspective. I am your host, Mark Waters, and with me is Stephen H. Garcia. Hola. Mm-hmm. Como estas? <laughs> Muy bien, you say? <laughs> Muy bien. <laughs> Muy bien. <laughs> and our third co-host, Adam. Hi, friends. Who speaks better Hi. Spanish than I do. I sound a lot Andy. like... Andy. <laughs> oh, Andy. I end up sounding like um, the so wife from, from King of the Hill. When she's teaching her Spanish. Oh, gosh. I teach Espanol. <laughs> the only thing I remember about her having to teach was that she had to teach a sex ed class. <laughs> and she couldn't say the word penis. And so she had to stand in front of the mirror and she was like, happiness. 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 <laughs> Vagina! <laughs> ah, Peggy. I miss that show. I do that every morning. <laughs> right? Vagina? Vagina! <laughs> In the mirror. It's like a call to attack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's not waste any time. Let's go right into what we're currently playing. Press start to play. I think we've all got some new games that we're talking, but I only just started mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll go first. Yes. What did you start? I started Destiny 2. What? Oh. I know. And that's MMO? Yeah. I know. Is this your first like mmo well we started playing overwatch ryan and i started playing uh-huh. overwatch does that count as an mmo or not really kind of same kind of yeah. gameplay type thing except for not in a team well kind of yeah you are in a team but you're not playing with just a open because it is weird okay so in order to start the game even playing it with other people i had to start off playing by myself right and so poor ryan like last night life. i was like yeah let's play destiny Wait a second. <laughs> I said, let's play Destiny 2. We can we can play together. I didn't realize that there was this whole involved thing that I had to do first before I could even play with other people. And so by the time we got to that point where I could have played with him, I was done playing. I was like, okay, I'm, I just want to take a break. I don't want to play, you know. Uh-huh. And he, I got to take a nap right now. <laughs> I to watch TV and I ended up... Flipping through Amazon Prime and just watching trailers of like five sh- five headed shark attack. <laughs> oh my god, I saw that. Not the movie. I no, saw the who would watch the movie? But the trailer is pretty amazing. I mean, I was like, I don't even want this to be a real movie. I just want to watch the trailer. Right. Um, so it's a, it's an interesting game. I like the costumes. I like the the guy that I designed. You know, and unlike uh, Bloodborne where you can spend all this time designing how your guy looks and then you don't even get to see him during the game. Depends on which outfit you're wearing. Oh, really? You can see. If, but why wouldn't you want, want some protection, wouldn't you, on your head? Because <laughs> all that blood's coming at you. Right. <laughs> you, know, you get it in your mouth. And I get like a Harry Potter outfit that I get later on. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I need a mask though. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So with this one, at least when you're in your little home base... You don't have to wear your mask. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's the character I designed. Mm-hmm. It is very weird, though. Uh, the home base is called The Farm. And it really is a farm out in the middle of nowhere because Earth gets taken over by a alien race, of course. And so you're a little band of rebels. And there's a big moon sitting in the center of the one of the cities called The Traveler. Mm-hmm. 
why it doesn't change the course of oceans or, you know, affect how the planet works. Right. I don't know. Because I didn't play Destiny. I assume <laughs> that they covered those topics in the first one. There's probably like a little YouTube video like, what is the traveling? Right. And yeah. why did it not cause the tides to go crazy? Women's periods everywhere. Right? Oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> Lunatics all over. <laughs> That's why they would call them lunatics, right? Yeah. Luna the moon. I never put that together. Yeah, in the madhouse. Mark? They call them lunatics because on the full moon they all went fucking crazy. I learned something today. Thank yeah. you, Game On Podcast. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. We're always teaching. Bing. Uh, so, now back it, to dicks. Right. Back. It, is, <laughs> it is very strange to be going to the same people for information. You see other people that are running around and they've got their names above them. And I know I've seen that in other videos. It's just I've never played in one myself. Uh-huh. And so you're like standing next to somebody who is also interacting and having the same conversation you are, but she's having it with you, but you know that she's having it with someone else at the same time. Mm-hmm. And just it, it's just kind of strange. It takes yeah. a little getting used to. Is the combat... FPS, first person shooter? Yes, it is. Uh, which is good for me. I'm not great at remembering to aim. I, uh-huh. Right now I'm wasting a lot of ammo. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I just kind of want to just fire. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm getting better at remembering. And then there's a, there's a way that you can sort of fly and coast. Mm-hmm. And that takes a little bit of getting used to also. So when, So you haven't actually played the multiplayer aspect of it yet. Yeah, I have. There's been a couple of battles. So are they like dungeon type situations where you're in a dungeon with, well, you know, what I mean is like an instance basically where you're with like a squad or is this like a... No, you are with a player squad. versus player type no, of situation? No, no, no. Or... They do have a player versus player area called, mm-hmm. the, what is it, the Crucible, I think, mm-hmm. where you can earn points and you can earn badges. Mm-hmm. Badges. Um, but... The actual gameplay is all of you against aliens, mm-hmm. and there is a common goal, a common villain that you can all kill together and get loot, and mm-hmm. you know. That's nice. Yeah, but it's the places that I've been so far have been destroyed cities mm-hmm. that you can go into buildings. You can, you, you know, they like they bring out this drill to you know and you defeat the villain the the aliens in one section and then the drill moves and then more aliens come out so you have to follow the drill around mm-hmm. and that's the the little campaign got it to introduce you so do you have to pick a class like do mm-hmm. other players all have like different abilities yes and stuff? so i picked a warlock mm-hmm. um and there's also hunter and uh they're the like the advanced fighter scout kind of thing mm-hmm. and then what's the tank called Oh, tank. <laughs> Pal- no, not paladin. Well, I guess we can look it that up. That sounds about right. That could be. <laughs> there yeah. is a tank, so there's yeah. only three classes. Gotcha. And um, uh, so I created a warlock. Nice. Yeah. And I'm still learning a lot about the game. There isn't a lot of. I mean, they they sort of send you on these missions, but you know, I don't know if there's an end to the game. They have a lot of add-on content. Because before I even got around to playing this morning, so I wanted to get to a certain level mm-hmm. where I could start playing with him, right? With Ryan, um, uh, they had like ads. They're almost like ads saying like, "Oh, add-on, blah blah blah, now available. Mm-hmm. Oh, this extra campaign is now available if you get the blah 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 add-on." And I'm like, X X X, yeah. <laughs> so clicking through them. Oh yeah. Where can when can I start? Right. And of course, 
I could have started any time. <laughs> had a little selection at the bottom that Skip if I, I could have just gone right straight to it. And um, okay, right. so yeah, it's so. always like the small writing. Like, has that that been there the whole time? Yes, exactly. <laughs> they want you to be distracted by the large, pretty pictures of the campaigns that they know you're going to want to buy once you get involved in the game. So I'm looking forward to playing more. The I mean, the scenery, the the design is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The environment that you're fighting in, beautiful, detailed. Um, and so I want to I want to see more. Good, Adam. What are you currently playing? Well, thank you to Stephen. Let me for letting me borrow God of War. Yeah, look up. It was so fun. I actually finished the whole story mode. So of course, there's like tons of post game stuff. Like I haven't even tried to defeat any of the Valkyries, which I think there's eight, and then plus like a. There, have you late. tried to fight one? I've tried to fight the <laughs> easiest one, and I, I got really close, but I was like, you know, I'll just come back once I have upgraded my <laughs> weapons a little bit more. And it, um, but yeah, they're really fast, and I, I was getting like pretty good at like figuring out the timing when to block, because a lot of... They'll, they'll have like double attacks where like they'll hit you once and then hit you again right away, so if you can figure out how to time it, you can, you can like evade one and then block the next one and mm-hmm. then you can attack them right back and so mm-hmm. that's kind of the only way you can actually get through their defense so it's sort of like finding those strategy and i assume like every valkyrie has like a slightly different yeah strategy and different moves and <clears throat> i found one on accident like way early on in the game i'm like oh she's pretty mm-hmm. oh fuck yeah. <laughs> did you die real fast yes. um, but the the thing is the valkyries are actually like imprisoned and so by defeating them you're freeing them Oh, isn't that nice? Yeah, so like, yeah. yeah. Um, but I just have to say, I mean, I, I just thought it was like a great game. It's maybe the best game I played this year. I, like, the story is really emotional, which is weird for a God of War game because mostly God of War games in the past have been super shallow. Mm-hmm. Um, fun and kind of crazy and, and cool as far as the way that they utilize all the mythology mm-hmm. into the story. <clears throat> but Kratos himself has always been extremely shallow, basically destroy, Hulk smash, kind mm, of, you yeah. know. But this one, he actually develops personality, mostly because, you know, of his interactions with his son, mm-hmm. Atreus. And I was like, oh, Kratos is kind of a good dad, yeah, like, after yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, and you kind of, you see the progression through the story of the game, how he's sort of, like, learning, because I think we talked about before when Steven was talking about it, the, you know, they're... His mother dies, Kratos' wife, mm. um, and then your whole mission through the game is to take her ashes to the top of the highest peak. That's the mission? Yes. It's like Far Cry 4, I'm here for my mother's ashes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but then you get to one where it's like, oh no, this isn't the highest place, you're in the wrong place. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's not in Midgard, it's somewhere, it's in Jotunheim. <laughs> oh, and, and they're just like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... The storytelling was amazing. Yeah, though. it's it's really good. the The motion capture animation is stunning. The mm. and I've you know like I have mentioned in some other games, the four K graphics for the for the pro version, mm. you can see every single bump on Kratos's areolas. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean like when there's that level of detail where you can see the bumps around your nipples, like that's amazing. We don't even talk about those bumps in real life. No, but you can see them in the game. He has them too. And count me the bumps. And he's got like a scar like, you know, on his stomach, but you can see like all the like little lines in the scar, like where it's kind of like stretched. Yeah, it's like the detail in the the graphics is just insane. And just the facial expressions, it's like, is that real or not real? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. you can tell from the hairs, but like, 
the way the the face moves and mm-hmm. the eyes are just like, oh damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the combat is is a little bit different than Assassin's Creed, but I there's actually kind of uh, a decent amount of similarities between the way this game is structured as far as the open world aspect and the DLC episode of Assassin's Creed Origins where you go to the Valley of Kings and then go to the other realms to defeat these like Egyptian gods basically mm. <clears throat> because this is sort of similar where you're kind of in this central area which is in Midgard and then from there you can travel to like certain other of the nine realms mm. in the Norse mythology so it's sort of got that same aspect where you have like one central location that kind of takes you other places. And... Disney should make you know what that kind of reminds me of is all the doors that go to the different holidays in um, mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas uh-huh. and I was like they should make a Nightmare Before Christmas video game where you get to go into the different. <laughs> they, they kind <laughs> of have. It was made by Capcom and it was like more of a like a Devil May Cry type style game <laughs> with Jack. Yeah, it was kind of weird though. And they've uh-huh. had they've had Nightmare Before Christmas levels in the Kingdom Hearts games. Mm-hmm. I think in both of them. Yeah, were and Nightmare like before. pretty much everyone. It's like the best thing in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you get your Halloween outfits and super cute. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> uh, Ryan read to me speaking about that that mm-hmm. there's are, are you gonna talk about Kingdom Hearts at all? Mm. That apparently there's a there's going to be a primer for people who have never played any of the other games, mm. so that you can just start with the new one. Because the story is fucking insane; doesn't make any sense anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> not making sense like five games ago, and they're yeah. on official three. Right. So if I play, I'm just going to jump in with three. Basically, there's like three aspects of every person. There's like their self, and mm-hmm. then their heartless, and then their nobody. <laughs> It's way too complicated. Yeah, when they threw in the nobody was like, oh, okay, we're, we're stretching it here. Yeah, completely. All right, so back to bumps on nipples. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Kratos' nipples more. What about, oh, does he, I mean, is it, uh, how do I ask this without offending? Can you see his swinging? His junk? Yeah. No, his loincloth always covers it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Boo. But yeah, I, I, I was just really impressed with the quality of the game. Mm-hmm. And, and I think this is a great example of taking time to make a game good and make it right Mm -hmm. because i mean when was the last time like i mean god of war 3 came out years ago and they haven't and they've i know they've done some handheld versions i think there's been one or two since then but for them to like take that amount of time and then deliver such a quality product Mm -hmm. i mean and you see rockstar doing that like you know red dead redemption is coming out this fall and i and like it's been a long time since that one and grand theft auto 5 was years since the previous one and too bad assassin's creed didn't follow that you know more closely it's it's true and i think that's why a couple of the more recent ones have not been that good although i think origins was really good oh yeah um and i'm actually excited for uh, Odyssey coming out, but they did confirm that next year there will not be an Assassin's Creed game, and I think that's smart because yeah. we need quality over quantity. Yeah. Who do, who? I wonder how they got the idea that we would want one every year. I mean, people have there's other games to play for God's sake. Well, they're shareholders like that, so they just yeah. pop one out every year. Right. Yeah, but those have very little plot, if any. Right. That's kind of right. Destiny. Yeah, you don't it's need much plot. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Meh. Yeah, the story mode in the Call of Duty games is usually like three to four hours long. <laughs> oh, yeah. So how do you? There are games in or puzzles in this God of War. Yes. Um, oh yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not that difficult to be honest. Oh. I mean, they're mostly like if you know if you. There are clues similar to like Horizon Zero Dawn, where if you're supposed to climb up something, there's usually like runes written there, uh-huh. so you can kind of see. Oh, this is a place where I can actually climb mm-hmm. as a. 
Because you can't actually jump or anything. You can only jump when there's an act, like a place that lets you jump. Oh. So, and then like the prompt button comes up at that point. It's I, not like, <clears throat> I noticed that like that and Batman Arkham, you can't really just jump up. No. Just, there has to be something to jump to. Right. Unlike Zelda, where <laughs> you just go wherever you want. Right, right. During Destiny 2, I kept stopping at various places going like, am I missing anything? Is there something I'm supposed to pick up? And Ryan's like, that's not this kind of game. Uh-huh. Keep going. <laughs> well, in Assassin's Creed 2, you can kind of go wherever you want, mm-hmm. basically, by climbing on everything. Although, when I, after playing Zelda and then going back to Assassin's Creed, I was like, damn, I wish I could just like use my glider and fly off yes, of this tower. Right. <laughs> Instead of jumping Zelda off and Zelda ruined us. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah i so i'm really enjoying i really enjoyed god of war i'm gonna try a little bit of the post game but i'm sure i won't finish it all um but i was reading in one of the articles that they said like apparently the team that developed god of war um voted whether they wanted this game to be either in the nordic mythology or in the egyptian mythology and apparently like it was tied and then like the creator like passed the tie-breaking vote to go for norse yeah, here's Which is like, good I'm, because then, like the Assassin's Creed thing already like like did this the Egyptian thing right, this year, so right. I'm glad that they kind of went the other. They direction. probably are good, are happy about that too. Yeah. yeah, and it definitely sets it up for more sequels in this Norse realm. Mm-hmm. I, there's actually a part in the game where you can see like, um, where he came from the the Greek mythology and how it connects to the North, and then you see uh, it symbols for the Egyptian stuff mm-hmm. and like another place. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's like, oh, so this guy that you've been following, like his path has been to like all the different worlds and he's like another God. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of cool because they, they're going to probably connect it. They said this is going to be a whole new trilogy. So yeah. yeah. And I, and I think of the nine realms, I think you can go to four, maybe five. I think I did been to like five or six. So there's definitely some that you can't go to in this game. So I think that yes. they're leaving them open for future games, mm-hmm. which is cool because now I'm excited. I'm like, oh, I want to yeah. go to uh, Schwarzoffheim. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then the way they explain the world traveling and how it does it is like, oh, that's interesting and super scientific. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I didn't expect that from God of War. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody expects that from God of War. <clears throat> All right, Stephen, what are you currently playing? Um. Okay, so. I started playing Dissidia. Oh, the Final Fantasy fighting game. Yeah, for PS4 uh, with my roommate, and it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's a lot going on in the menu when you're fighting, mm-hmm. but it's like once I get it, get it done, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. But like, oh, but it's it's kind of really crazy. How uh, many characters can you play? Pretty much like two from each Final Fantasy game, and mm-hmm. then like there's the. The girl with the bunny ears from 14? Ishtola. Sure. <laughs> and then one of them from the mobile games, like the card-throwing guy. Uh-huh. Um, so he's in Ace? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> and then they added two DLC characters. I forget who the one guy is, but the other one is Renola from Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, cool. Um, which I was excited for, because eight it was my first Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I played the original Dissidia, like, for PSP, like, I love over 10 one. years ago. Yeah. Is it similar in the combat style? There's definitely a lot more. Because uh-huh. uh, you play as a team of three. Oh. So you have your one character and then two side characters, and they do their own thing. So they're controlled by AI? Yeah, they're AI controlled. So then can you swap between the three? Not really. Um, if you die, uh, you could switch which one you want to be. Gotcha. 
um, but you kind of pick their weapon and their attacks type mm-hmm. thing, and mm-hmm. then you either have to go when you fight, you fight another team, and then you have to go for the crystals and like uh-huh. smash the crystals, and then by doing that, you could power to get your summons. Uh-huh. So you could do summons like nice. in battle battle. Now what I remember from the original was that the combat was like super aerial. You're hardly ever standing on the ground. You're just like flying around. Yeah, there's a the lot time. of flying and dashing. Is that the same? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, some are better than others. Like um, my roommate's playing the story mode, and he'll call me in. He's because I'm really good with people with like swords, and mm-hmm. he's good with magic people. So he's like, "I have another sword mission." <laughs> I was like, "I got it." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because they'll in the story missions, they'll give you like you have to play as these like one of these four characters, um, and they're either like a magic or a sword person. Mm-hmm. So we'll we swap in and out. <laughs> Who's nice. your favorite character? To play? Uh, I right now it's either Squall or Lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, Are those names of characters yes. or powers? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I, yes. I've never played any Final Fantasy. Squall is the protagonist of eight, and Lightning is the protagonist yeah. of thirteen. A lot of the characters are named after like. What they do? Elements. Elements. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Like there's Cloud. And Luna. Is there <laughs> flamer. Luna. There's probably a flamer. <laughs> oh, you know, the Onion King. Cloud, Titus, I guess that's onion water. Knight. Yeah. yeah. Onion Knight. Oh. Um, it's cool, but then, like, it wasn't really, like, my kind of fighting game, so I was like, mm-hmm. eh. But I was really... Uh, oh, Noctis is really good in it, too. Oh, cool. Um, but then I remember that Noctis is in Tekken 7, mm-hmm. so I went back to Tekken 7 and downloaded Noctis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and he is crazy in Tekken. Mm-hmm. Like... His, you could do your throwing sword dash move. I'm like, well, that's just overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started playing those couple fighting games. And then um, there's a game coming out later this year or next year called Bloodstained. That is, uh, it's interesting because it was made from a, a Kickstarter from the guy who used to work for Cas- the, the Castlevania. But since Konami fired everyone, he just made his own thing. Mm-hmm. Is, oh, what happened with uh, that? They just like got rid of like, Castlevania people, the Metal Gear Solid people, and they're like, we're just going to do pinballs and pachinko machines. You're kidding yeah, me. Yeah, and I'm like, I was like, these are like amazing games, and you're just going to not do them now? Wow. Right. Castlevania is like a prime property. Yeah, yeah. so is Metal Gear Solid, and they tried to do Metal Gear Solid without the Metal Gear Solid guy, and it was like total shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So the guy who made uh, like uh, Castlevania, like my favorite one is Symphony of the Night, which came out on PS1. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play I play that game like like once a year pretty much, mm. uh, but he's doing his own game called Bloodstain, and he did a Kickstarter. It got funded within a couple hours. Nice. Mm. Yeah, and then one of the rewards from the thing was that he was gonna make a eight bit style original Castlevania prequel game to Bloodstain. No. Mm. Um, but it's I guess it's so good that they're just like, oh, we're just gonna sell it on the Switch now. Wow. So mm. it's like a ten dollar download, and I just started <clears throat> playing that, and I'm like, plays like Castlevania. Mm-hmm. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. You have the whip. Yeah. One the the cool thing is in this one you play as a guy with a sword, and then you unlock a girl with a whip, mm. and then mm. you unlock a guy that does alchemy. Mm. So it's so, a Castlevania style game, but without the Castlevania intellectual property. Yeah. <laughs> but the they're doing the new one in like newer graphic style, uh-huh. but it still plays like old Castlevania. But it's really cool. Cool. Main character is female, Yay. and she has like these dark crystal powers. They're really cool. I'm excited for it. I'm kind of happy that I got funded so fast. Mm-hmm. I'm just amazed that they're willing to let a property like that go. I know. I mean, Castlevania is <laughs> doing really well as a TV show, right? Like, people yeah. love the animated 
version. Season two is coming out in yeah, when a is couple months. Out? Oh yay! And we've all learned growing up, you know, since the '80s that animation is a great way to sell your products. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Toys. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy to me. And how how good anime is getting right now? Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, that Castlevania is gonna blow. Season two is gonna be amazing. It's gonna be like eight episodes this time. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe Konami will go under and Disney will buy it all. Right. Well, and because even, Disney buys everything. And even like with the new Smash Brothers that's coming out, Smash Brothers Ultimate, I think, mm-hmm. like that has every character that's ever been in a Smash Brothers game. I mean, there's uh, except multiple... Waluigi, right? Well, he was never a playable character oh, before, but that's sad. what people are mad about because i don't know i think i like they're, they're still not done announcing characters yeah well i know but i liked all the angst that's coming out of it there's well, yeah, some, some great art and cartoons that are coming out of him not being in the game some of the news was like he knows that you guys want waluigi stop <laughs> attacking him on twitter <laughs> <laughs> but there is at least one castlevania character in the yeah. smash brothers game yeah they just added him too so yeah. simon belmont and then you could get the the Echo Fighter, which is like a copy of the fighter, but with a different skin and kind of different moves. Mm-hmm. There's like a bunch of them in the game. Mm. Uh, so you could play as Richter Belmont. He was from like Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's cool. So you could play those two. And then I guess you get trophy assists characters. Mm-hmm. Like they'll come out and do something. And mm-hmm. one of the trophies is Alcard. Mm-hmm. So he comes out. And then there's going to be like a Jackal of Boss stage. So I guess they have bosses too in this game. <laughs> mm. I don't really play Smash Brothers, but I'm actually really excited to play this new one. Yeah. Um, I never got a Smash Brothers game because I always like was waiting for them to go on sale, and they never do! Because they're so, so good. fuck off, Nintendo! Oh, uh, it's like Pokemon games. like They don't go cheap. Right. Yeah. That's that's why people can buy that for you for Christmas. I don't want to buy a four-year-old game for $60. Well. I bet. Well, let someone else do it is what I'm saying. <laughs> Husband, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so I know you've got a list, so keep going. So now we're at Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> Pokemon Go. Yeah. So Pokemon Go just started a new um, mythical mission uh, for Celebi. And this is the same thing that to get the Mew. Yeah, you kind of have to do the same kind of... Well, the missions are different, but like it's in the same tab. Mm-hmm. So it's under the Mew one. Is it is this more difficult than the Mew one so far? It started off more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm on mission four now. But in three, you had to hatch like nine eggs. And I think in two, I read it wrong. Because this is like evolved <laughs> an evolved grass type Pokemon. Oh, so you had to have already evolved it yes. and then evolved so it So I just read evolved a grass type Pokemon. I'm like, why isn't this working? Oh. Ew. <laughs> important to read yeah, yeah or read things correctly mm. <laughs> wait what step is that because i have like the venusaur like almost ready to Reply. evolve yeah so save that so i'll save it till save. that step so, what yeah. step is it it's three like or two four? or three okay Are you... yeah, I'm on so, one. One. what was one again um gym battles raid Oh yeah, yeah, just do one one uh one raid. And you have to power battles. up a Pokemon like five times. Yeah, that one's kind of easy. If yeah. I, I just went out just for one like day one, and then yeah. I did it all like the first day. The purpose of the game, if it's to get people out of the house, it's working with us because now we go out. We do go for walks more often, mostly because mm-hmm. it's really hot in my apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we go out for walks and play Pokemon the entire time. And I am slow walking across the street because mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> usually in the middle of looking. So. Oh my god, yeah. I've been like hardcore like. Power walk, power walk, power walk. Um, is is uh, 
Signal Hill is the area that you go play in. No, most I, often. Don't, I leave Signal Hill. You do. Uh, I go oh. like to the, the Pike area. Oh, because it's of... by the bre- the beach. Uh-huh. It's breezy. Uh huh. Easy um, breezy. Cover girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was over by the Ripples area and walked around Belmont Shores and mm. I did a whole bunch of like egg hatching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I finished that. Um, oh, but like in Mission Four, one of them is uh, walking Eevee for ten k and then uh, making an espion. So it's, it's two oh. missions, mm-hmm. uh, but the reward for the third one is you have to catch an Eevee. So it gives you an Eevee to catch, so you have it ready for the next one. Oh. Now, recently, this happened when I was in San Francisco. It was that event where there were Eevees all over the place. Yeah. Did you get any shiny ones? I did. Uh, that event made me really angry. Why? Because <laughs> the first day I was like running around with people, like with our group, and I didn't catch a shiny Eevee until like an hour and a half into the event and like one of my friends like i got nine (laughs) so they had regular evs and they were hidden in with the regular yeah yeah. regular ones and there were like thousands of evs like all over the pike area i meant shiny ones were hidden in with the regular ones yes i still have not ever caught a single shiny (laughs) what's is there any difference they're pretty just the well okay color yeah that's about it um but i caught like Three on Saturday and like four or five on mm-hmm. Sunday, um, and then I did the whole walk once to get an Espeon and walk once to get an Umbreon, mm-hmm. and then I just like okay the the three are just gonna be like random luck. I got four Flareons in a row, <laughs> and I was like motherfucker, <laughs> and I got one uh, Vaporeon. So that one's all purple. It's so purple. you can name them to pick which. That evolution once yeah it only works oh, the it first does it time. really yeah oh that's good to know um and since well no I wait did... i've done it twice with two different um naming a regular eevee yeah the yeah the, the, the one name will only work once oh that's what you mean once yeah. you oh. have once you have that kind of a evolved oh, eevee <laughs> yeah it, it then after that it seems to be random unless you figured out another way There's, once, once it, you've evolved the... it's still random the only ones you can control are the espion and umbreon you can still do that even yeah. if you already have one so what you have to do is you have to walk your eevee for 10k like make two eggs or uh-huh. candies uh-huh. and then evolve eevee in the daytime or at nighttime oh is um, that it yeah but you have to hit, he has to be your buddy the whole time oh you can evolve them while they're your buddy yeah okay we're still walking around with magic carps <laughs> for the meme. Yeah, I did uh, that for a long time. Oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> I I was looking at my my Pokedex. I'm like, when the hell did I get three Gyaradoses? <laughs> How many can you hold? How did you buy some kind of expansion? Uh, yeah, I, I, since I keep doing the, the gym stuff, I keep getting coins. So I expanded my bag uh, every couple of weeks. I'll do that. Oh, okay. And I now I might I could hold six hundred Pokemon's. <laughs> That's double because I'm running into the point in the problem now where I have to like sit there and actually you know send some back to the grinder. Yeah. <laughs> to create you, fairy dust. Do you have iPhone or Android? iPhone? Oh. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I hate the fact that there's a difference in the game depending on what kind of device it's you have. It's not in the game. Yeah, but the iPhone has a thing that Android doesn't have. They have a AR plus. What does that mean? Oh. Uh, so when you turn the camera on, mm-hmm. you can just look around and then you'll see like Pokemon and just like hanging out. Uh-huh. And then you have to kind of like sneak up on them and then do the egg thing. It's like a whole other thing but that only works on iPhone. Mm. Is that right? And then you can that. take pictures of them like in AR mode. Are you wow. trying it right now? Yeah. Ryan's trying it. Oh, hold it. 
Okay, I get to swing it around. See, see if there's any Pokemon. Yes, this is... A, well, you're exploding, Stephen. You're exploding with a bunch of plants. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. Wow. There must be like a Venusaur over there in Stephen's pants. <laughs> Bulbasaur. Yeah. <laughs> so bulbous. <laughs> well, you know. Now you are. Anyway, this is great for the theater of the mind. I'm, I'm <laughs> moving the camera around looking for Pokemons. <laughs> Anywhere, don't see any. Okay. okay. Thank you, honey. So, so that's for iPhone, mm -hmm. the AR Plus. Um, but it has glitches on it, though. If you're trying to catch shinies, don't use it because your shiny will probably run away. Mm. <laughs> Doggone it. Yeah. So, and the Android, it's another app called, uh, hang on, I'm what it's called. <laughs> uh, it's called uh, Calky IVs. And it kind of tells you, like, the, the, the numbers, well, how are you explaining IVs? Basically, Even the stats IVs. beyond yeah. the CP. Yeah. And then with this one, it'll tell you, like, what percent of Pokemon it is. Like, I have a couple that are 100% perfect Pokemons. Mm. Mm. And then they'll, they'll hit harder and they'll be faster. Right. Um, and there's some that are, like, 20%. And I'm like, that's trash. <laughs> well, Just, we don't know percentages, but we do, you know, we when we get them appraised, we looked up, Ryan showed me where you can look up how you can use their terminology to figure out yeah. if you have got a good one or not. You usually, mm -hmm. like, uh, what team are you on? I'm on the gay team, the yellow one. Instinct? Yes. Because okay. if it says, like, it's the best of the best or whatever. Yeah, or, exactly. Uh, that's a good keeper. Right. And then, if it doesn't say that, I usually just like, okay, that's trash. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's something I don't have. Right, yeah. Yeah. right, right. Well, that's the thing about the shiny Eevees. Yeah, I you... got two of them and neither of them are any good. Usually but... shinies are trash. <laughs> They're just mm. really rare ones that you keep around. Mm, okay. I found one shiny that was like actually strong. I'm like, oh, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> well, that's kind of the problem with like the, I don't, I just call them the areola forms. Because I don't, the Alola? Alola. <laughs> um, because usually when you get them out of an egg or just catch them, they're only like half of their, they're only like half of the CP or, you know. So they're not leveled up all the way. So it's like, yeah. Then you have to use all your stardust if you actually want to level them up. Usually the CP, uh, doesn't really matter. Um, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the level up with the gauge that yeah, you have the, over the them. Power. It's usually only like halfway there. And I'm like, I wanted a maxed out one. Yeah, usually sometimes they'll find a maxed out one. But then you you see its stats and you're like, oh, it's a maxed out shitty one. Yeah. <laughs> right. <clears throat> um, if it hatches from an egg, it's already better than one you catch in a wild. Yeah, but even the ones I've been getting out of the eggs have only been like yeah. maybe two thirds of, of the most of their. Yeah, level. but it's still like if you rank it up to that same spot, mm -hmm. it'll be stronger than another one. Um, sometimes I'll catch something in a while that's like at 100%. I'm like, score! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, what else is on your little list? So, I'm doing the the Celebi thing. I'm on mission four. You're not having sex. No. You're Celebi. <laughs> you're Celebi. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're doing that. Celebiing. <laughs> Aw. Um, but I, I just realized that I, I completed my Kanto deck, so I have every Pokemon from the first series. In the sec oh. And in the second one, I'm only five away from completing that one. So these... Okay, so the Junto... Johto. Johto, is that what it is? We yeah. don't know. We were like, are those districts? We, we yeah, know what... but, yeah, they're regions. But they're, but they're the... The way that they've been released. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's like, a, a, like the game doesn't say this, but everyone all ca calls them like Gen One, like Generation One, Generation Two. Gener oh. Yeah. So the first one's Gen One, and we're on Gen Three now. But there's rumors that they're going to introduce Four soon. Four is going to be coming soon. Um, 
<clears throat> Celebi is a Gen 2 thing, so mm -hmm. we're going back to celebrating Gen 2 stuff now, so there's more Johto Pokemons out. If you notice in the game, you see, yeah. like, oh, yeah. there's a bunch of these things out now. Lots of Hopips out right now. Yeah. And those <laughs> and those nuts. What are they called? The the yellow and dots. Something like Sun that. Sun Currents. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a lot of the, what are the missions called? The, the Pokestop ones? The Johto? No, the... Missions. <laughs> mm -hmm. The ones that you get the, from spinning Pokestops, uh -huh. mm -hmm. uh, yeah. a lot of them are Johto related now. Yes, mm -hmm. and a lot of them are catch like three sun current, Field right? Research. Or whatever yeah, field mm -hmm. research, yeah. Johto festival. Yes, so that's going to be going on for like a All couple right. weeks. Oh, good. So yeah. we'll have a chance to clear those out. Yeah. Okay. So there's just a lot of Pokemon work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of walking. It's almost like we don't have jobs. Right. <laughs> oh god. And what else? That that's all I'm. Thinking. That's it. I played a like one more or two of uh, Detroit Become Human, but mm -hmm. I just, I just I need to be in a mood to play that game. Yeah. And I have not been in a mood to play that game. Oh. I'm like it's pretty and uh, uh -huh. yeah. Mm. I'll play some Street Fighter. <laughs> well, if we wanted to discuss anything with the shitter games, mm -hmm. uh, the new character they introduced in Marvel Puzzle Quest is Nebula. Oh, fun! Oh, cool! And so. I don't usually get the characters when they first come out. I don't have the time to, you know, to grind, mm -hmm. to put into it. But um, I also, it reminds me that I saw a headline that apparently the Galax Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is on hold. Yeah. Because of the firing of James Gunn, and it doesn't seem like any of the stars want to do it with anyone else. Right. And well, they... let's 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 take a minute and just like talk about Marvel Universe anyway, because <laughs> well, first of all, Adolfo and I are re-watching all the movies yeah um in order so i think we're up to we just finished the original guardians of the galaxy so for him you know it's it's kind of funny too because it's like the marvel cinematic universe has been going on for 10 years adolfo and i've been together for five years so it's like oh this is where we started dating because we saw this movie together Aww. so it's like we can kind of like reference our relationship as to I'm which marvel, marvel movie movies you're on yeah um, <laughs> to put like little like uh like pictures of you and the little hearts of like mm -hmm. the movie covers yeah <laughs> but especially after infinity war and after having them introduce thanos and seeing all and how they've sort of like slowly introduced the infinity stones across the movies i think i kind of knew it because i was always a marvel nerd anyway but for adolfo like to go back and watch them again is really it's cool to see he's like you know when a thanos shows up in the post credit scene in the first avengers it's like you know who that is now you know and <laughs> So that's really fun. <laughs> it's funny looking back at them like, what's up with his eyes? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, okay, and the other thing is we haven't gotten the fucking trailer for either Captain Marvel or Infinity, or, or Avengers 4, which... Mm -hmm. They still haven't please... closed the title for it yet either. I, I'm okay to wait for the the Avengers because that's coming out later, but they've given us nothing on Captain Marvel. Nothing. And like, that's kind of weird because that's really only a few months away at this I point. I feel like that one's going to be super, super CG heavy and they're just trying to get it right. I'm sure you're right. Because her big villains are the Skrulls and then they have to make uh, Samuel L. Jackson young again. Oh, that's true. And uh, Coulson. Oh yeah. Coulson. oh, yeah. Coulson and Maria Hill. And Ronan. Oh, yeah. No, Maria Hill wouldn't have been there in the 80s. Yeah, I don't young. know if she's in that one. I don't she's think she's in Because the whole see... movie is not all, It's like now and the 80s. Oh. So it's like them now and then. Because she has to come back. Well, but Maria... Oh. Maria... And when she comes back, Maria won't be there. Yeah. Neither will... I'm sure there's like some... 
back and forth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've seen a movie. I know. <laughs> but I do agree with the CGI on the young yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. And then the scrolls are shapeshifters, so that's going to be... Ooh, that'll be... That's an interesting, yeah. fun element. Mm-hmm. And they can introduce a super scroll who then will lead into a Fantastic Four movie, maybe. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I could never say scroll. I would be like, it's super squirrel. Super it's squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> super squirrel girl. Yeah. Man, oh my oh, god. I wonder if Avengers is where they'll get a chance to introduce Squirrel Girl. Uh oh. Probably. You have a look on your face. No, there's like uh there's a new Marvel show that just came out. I forgot what it's called already, but um the main characters are Squirrel Girl, uh-huh. uh Ghost Spider and uh Oh, the animated. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, Miss Marvel, the Kamala Khan one. Yeah. And uh, and the first episode's on YouTube, and it's super cute. Hmm. Like, uh, I, I like how Spider-Gwen is done. Mm-hmm. Like, she's pretty cool. So I was like, oh, more of her, please. <laughs> well, well, we're at an interesting point right now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they don't want to spoil anything for the next Avengers, so mm-hmm. they literally haven't announced anything except we know there's a... Well, we knew there was a... Guardians of the Galaxy movie and then possibly Spider-Man, although nothing actually has official dates. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of in this weird holding pattern. So now that all this James Gunn stuff, and I, and I actually want to talk about this and get your guys' thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, about the whole situation. So yeah, but now we don't know what the status of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is. I mean, it's really just kind of and, uh, weird. Dave Bautista was very like vocal right. about like, I don't want to be in this movie if... He's a pretty amazing guy when it comes to standing up for people. Yeah, he is cool. He, I don't know how much you know of his past, but he's got lesbian mothers. Mm -hmm. And so he's used to, you know, he grew up being teased and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and all those kinds of things. So he's really good at sticking up for the underdog. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I never read any of James Gunn's jokes he he put out some tweets that are considered in poor taste now but they were done back in like 2008 and 2009 right right. so let's let's let me just kind of recap the situation because yeah he has has this he tweets all the time a lot of political stuff Mm -hmm. so and he's been tweeting for like 10 years and are we talking about trump or james we're talking about james Oh, okay and he uh apparently had these tweets and i i read some of them and they are gross and they're like in really bad taste and most of them aren't funny so it's like I get why people are irked by them, mm-hmm. but here's the, here's the reality of the situation in this. Like, I, I don't necessarily, I'm not like forgiving what he wrote or saying, mm-hmm. oh, it's okay, it's fine. But those tweets have been out there now for a decade. Mm-hmm. They were dragged up a few years ago in which he apologized for them at the time. Now they've been dragged up again by an alt-right right. wingnut who has now like kind of sparked this Disney outrage. And because I think because Disney, what they did to Roseanne with ABC, they have to feel like they have to stick to their guns no matter what, even though it's sort of something that's has already been addressed and has been out there and it's not new information. Mm -hmm. Like they've hired him with these tweets out here for 10 years, you know? So I I feel like it's, it's just weird because it's not like, Something just research, like something was new that was read, like discovered. Like, mm-hmm. this has been out there the whole time, you know. And if Disney did their research, like, you know, when they did the first Guardians of the Galaxy, like, they probably would have known that. And when this came up and he apologized for them four years ago, they should have seen it then. And then now, be you know, it just seems like weird timing. Well, I think you're right. I didn't realize that the alt right guy brought them up as retaliation for what happened with Roseanne. 
Well, I don't think it was necessary. Well, I think that partially makes a lot of sense. That, yeah. I think partially is that, and then partially also because he, uh, James Gunn is so outspoken against Trump and his like current tweeting mm. that they're like, well, drag up all these old tweets and see how much of a sicko you are, and. And I think it's obvious that James Gunn is not a pedophile and is not into children. It's obvious he was trying to make jokes, but there were jokes about, like, I mean, and they're tasteless and mm. they're not funny and whatever. But, yeah, that's my two cents. Why isn't anybody being honest with him? Why wasn't anybody being honest with him and saying, that's stupid? Right. <laughs> that is a dumb, that's not even a joke. Well, and his brother, Sean Gunn, uh-huh. who actually did the does the motion capture for Rocket Raccoon and is Craglin in the Guardians movies. Mm-hmm. He sort of had a response to and he's like, yeah, you know, like it's it was him trying to be edgy and of course like, you know, my he's like our mother like was not, you know, was not pleased with this stuff either. But you know, part of the thing about Guardians of the Galaxy is like these basically criminals kind of learning to be a team and do something for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Well, I do find that this is the that story is the really encapsulates what our political climate is right now, which is a lack of forgiveness and understanding. Everybody just wants to point fingers. I mean, this isn't a political show, but when it starts to affect the media that we like to consume, you know, there is something valuable in in considering the situation. Would I go and see volume three if James Gunn didn't direct it? I'm not sure because his style is what makes those movies what they are. And right. his sense of humor, the parts that obviously have worked, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, make those movies what they are. Yeah. Will they be the same without him? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. He himself said, like, me 10 years ago is not the me now. I'm mm-hmm. a totally different yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and it sounds like Marvel was, was willing to reinstate him, but it sounds like Disney has taken a hard line on it. And, you know, Marvel, you know, Kevin Feige reports straight to Bob Iger. So right. it's like, well... They, they've been talking about, like, maybe the guy from Thor Ragnarok could maybe yeah. do it, but I don't know. That's, like, a whole other style of comedy, too. Right. Yeah. Well, and, of course, now they're so cagey about, inter- like, actually announcing what movies are coming up because we're in this holding pattern because they don't want to have any spoilers for yeah. <laughs> Avengers 4, but... The, the only one that is, like, I feel like they're just, like, they know they're, that's coming. They're, like, they're showing, like, all the behind the stuff. Behind the scenes stuff for Spider Man, mm-hmm. so they're showing all the the him in Europe and being attacked by water things. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what villain this is. Splash splash. Right. <laughs> Man's a pretty dumb name, isn't it? Yeah, but they're doing like the Sinister Six type thing. Mm. Was Hydro Man a part of the Sinister Six? Yeah. Sticks. Sticks. <laughs> he was one of the sticks. One of the sticks. Come yeah. sail away. Mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Man, we, you know, it's so funny whenever we start talking about what, what we might talk about. We're uh-huh. like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll make it up as we go along. And then we end up having these conversations that, that take us through the entire show. And we barely even talked about dicks. I know, right? We did talk about nipples a bit. Well, I did. Right. I did ask about Kratos' junk. That's true. Yeah. That's so we true. Got, and we can talk about Robin. And we did say vagina. Yeah. That's for you, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's like the new for Sparta. <laughs> oh, was it? What was it in South Park? For Lesbos. <laughs> that's right. Oh, oh that's I, a great episode. I love that episode. <laughs> well, let's talk about what made us level up. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, the big thing that's going on for me. There's two. This coming week is going to be a potentially life-altering week for me. Not only do I start grad school on Monday. But a new position uh, at work 
opened up and missionary. Uh, <laughs> it's always doggy style. We were always taking it from the back. <laughs> um, no, it's but it's a it would definitely be a nice promotion for me. And I don't know how many other people I'm going up against, but I have an interview on Wednesday. So right after this, we're going to go to the shopping, the L.A. district downtown mm-hmm. to get me a new suit. Nice. So Fancy. that I can, Good. yeah. So that's what's making me level up and also potentially throw up in the morning. <laughs> nerves. Nerves, oh, dear. You okay. will be great and we're rooting for you. I don't get nervous on stage. I was like, stage. are you yourself? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't get nervous on stage, but I do get nervous when... Like before. Like important things are going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right, Stephen, what made you level up? Well, I had a, a very, very shitty week. Oh. So, during my... I had a bunch of projects that happened. Wait, like too many projects at one time. Uh-huh. Where I was like super stressed out. In the middle of me being stressed out, my TV died. Oh, <laughs> you killed it with your stress. Right. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> so um, I the money that I was saving up, I had to spend on a new TV, which mm-hmm. I love my new TV. But now I'm like, eh, I was saving that money to yeah. get like a, a new furry head, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a professionally made wolf head, uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I was super super excited for it because it's really expensive. But like now it's gonna take longer to get that made. Yeah. But, but you have t- a fabulous TV. But, yeah, the TV is great. It was only 200 bucks, and it's a smart TV is with it Roku. Same? And it's oh, bigger nice. than your old one? Yeah, it's bigger. Oh. I had to move stuff off the counter just to... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, hmm. it's I cool. Think the, the picture looks better than your old it's one, too. It's way clearer. Like, yeah. I was just watching YouTube. I'm like, wow, YouTube is nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it has Roku built in. Yeah. So, that's a great service. <laughs> like, whatever that is, it's it's there. My controller has, like, a button for, like, Netflix and Amazon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that stuff is being built into TVs mm-hmm. now, which is great. So few people are buy- watching over-the-air TV anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, I just cord cut. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Went to PlayStation View, actually. Yeah? Why'd you choose TV. them? Because they have the biggest selection of channels mm. for any of, the, like, streaming internet services. Nice. How much do they cost? I think it's 80 a month, but that's, like, with all the with like hbo showtime like the, the pay channels and stuff mm. so. dc universe uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not yet um that's cool <laughs> yeah the, the roku stuff is interesting so i'm like i don't know how this works but like i was like oh it's like what is this in the hdmi playstation what's this other one nintendo switch it just has a wii like i'll just put game <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't know what a switch is yet right <laughs> oh wow so it's not that smart, is it? Right, I was all like, you'll, soon you'll have an update. Yeah. <laughs> Firmware. Mm-hmm. We shall see. <clears throat> well, I'm sorry you had a shitty week. Yeah, it's over now. But now you have a pretty TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, Adam, what's making you level up? Well, for me, it's it's this is a mixed message, and I actually want to pay tribute to a, another queer uh, nerd. Um I don't know how many of you guys have listened to the Comic Book Queers podcast. For me, it was one that I was really into starting about 10 years ago. Um, just great to have, you know, a queer podcast that, you know, talks about nerd culture and it sort of, you know, directly or indirectly inspired Game On in a way. But one of the original founders, and I think the creator, um, Stevie Disney, goes by Stevie D on the podcast and online, um, just passed away from cancer. Um, I think last week or the week before mm. and I actually had somewhat of a like one-on-one relationship with him is 
through the comic book queers like website they had their own forums back in the day and like became friends with him online uh, we were both from the same hometown he he used to work at the comic book shop when he was in high school that i would always go to you know in iowa we you know we just became friends online and chatted and playstation friends and everything and so they're based in chicago right? yeah, yeah definitely out of chicago oh, so and he did end up making it out yeah so he yeah so the comic book queers podcast was based there and um just you know they kind of continued he hadn't really been involved as much recently but he's you know kind of been around on like some of the different uh gay nerd sites online and so it's weird i've i have actually never met him in person although i feel like you know we do have a a friendship and Mm -hmm. so it's just it was just interesting to see you know when people that you maybe don't necessarily know in person like when they pass away how they can still affect you and still touch your life and has inspired what we're doing here right now you know so i just wanted to pay tribute to him and stevie d you know we'll pour a little one out for you tonight yeah i I used to talk to him on facebook Mm -hmm. became a little facebook buddies like a while ago Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i moved uh when i discovered them i just moved away from chicago Mm -hmm. i was like son of a bitch Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and then we played a dc universe online together Mm -hmm. uh back before i didn't have my tv wasn't caring enough to read the chat yeah he's like what are you doing i'm like i can't read what they're saying (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just, I always loved their podcast and I used to love the one where they, they interviewed Emma Frost. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She was just talking about how much cocaine she's doing. It was so funny. They would do, on the the podcast, they would do, um. And Dazzler. Yeah. They would do readings of like actual comics and they did like a, like a, they call it like CBQ theater or something. Mm -hmm. And they would like pick a comic book and actually like do a, like a dramatic reading of it with like different people like reading the different characters and then it, sometimes it just did full-on interviews like uh-huh. it's like stevie interviewing a storm or yeah, a right, right. Yeah. but they would do like a uh, dazzler and dazzler yeah. was like like britney when she was all fucked up uh-huh. <laughs> yeah because they did dazzler number one for one of their for one of their theater episodes <laughs> That's a great town to have that kind of talent in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoever, whoever was doing the Emma Frost voice was, like, the funniest shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to find... I have to check that down. <laughs> Bring it up on... Um, put it on our... Yeah. I'll let's, just, as a salute to him, let's, uh, let's find, find that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's... It's been a busy show, and yeah. I'm going to have a busy two weeks, so... Me too. Well, we're kind of in the dregs this summer, like, before the fall games start to come out. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, Monster... Hunter Generations Ultimate <laughs> coming out next week. <laughs> and oh, uh, week. Oh, wow. Spider-Man comes out in a couple weeks. And uh, so we'll have some more games to talk about pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. Pretty soon Spider-Man. All right. But until then, game, game on. on.